Good morning, everybody out there in podcast land, and welcome to another episode of Jesus and Coffee, Amen. Give me a good cup of coffee. Give me a word that rocks me. A whole lot of Jesus and a little caffeine. This is a daily devotional slash Bible study where I read the scriptures, expound on them a little bit, work on finding something to motivate you through your day, something that will definitely motivate me through my day. If you love Jesus and you love coffee, this is the place for you. And if you don't love Jesus and or coffee, come on in anyway. Have a seat. Enjoy yourself. Listen in. You may like it. You may not. You may learn something. You may not. You may hate it. You may not. But I know one thing. It surely won't hurt you. So I'm going to have some coffee. I got my Bible open in front of me. I got a nice hot mug of dark roast coffee. So I have everything I need to get my day started. So let's dig into the scriptures. Let's pray. Let's meditate. And let's just get going. Jesus and coffee. Amen. Only you make me come alive. Only you can satisfy It's a supernatural high. Jesus and coffee, amen. Well, thank you, John Waller. Gotta love John Waller. Great Christian brother, humble man, very talented. Uh, Just a regular guy, very down to earth. My wife and I met him about a year or two ago uh, at a free concert he did in a church. All he wanted was a free will offering. Now, that's a humble guy. We spoke to him for about 20 minutes after the concert and... I was just so impressed with how down-to-earth and humble and real he was. So I hope you people listen to his music, support him, buy his music, go to his concerts. You won't be sorry. He is a really, really good guy. All right. Today, I'm going to be reading the ESV, or English Standard Version. I'm going to be reading from John chapter 1, verses 14 through 34. So let's pray and get into it, all right? All right. Almighty God, we ask you to open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things from your holy word. Change us with your word because we desperately need to be changed. Speak to us through your word because we desperately need to hear your voice and reveal yourself to us from your word because we desperately need to know you. And the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father. Full of grace and truth. John bore witness about him. And cried out. This was he of whom I said. He who comes after me ranks before me. Because he was before me. For from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who was at the Father's side. He has made him known. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? 
He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And when I asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, no. So they said to him, who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, then why are you baptizing if you are not? the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet. John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know. Even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God! who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said after me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness. I saw the scripture descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God, the Word of the Lord. Amen. Most of the time when we read the Scripture, especially those of us who are kind of familiar with it, we don't really get moved by it as we should. We don't read it as if it's the amazing information that it really is. I pray that this podcast will move you to see the scriptures in a new light. Not just today's episode, but every episode. I want to motivate you to dig into the Word of God. Now today, in order to help you do that, I want to paint a picture for you. There is a man living in the wilderness. Five miles from the nearest town and more than 25 miles from the nearest city. He is dressed in camel's hair. He has a pouch hanging from his belt. And he reaches in and he pulls out a locust. And then he eats it. You look at him and think, this really is a wild man, just like they said. It's an arduous journey from the city you live in. It took you the better part of a day to get there. But you had to see this wild man everybody was talking about. He is telling people to turn away from their sins and plunging them into the river. Then he says something strange, something confusing. There is one among you who comes after me, but he ranks before me because he was before me. What is he talking about? He comes after me, but he's before me. This guy, this wild man, what is he talking about? Then he is being questioned by representatives of the ruling council. Who are you? Why are you doing this? And even though throngs of people have made this same journey you have and are gathering around, allowing him to dunk them under the flowing waters of the river, He says, there is one among you who you do not know. He's more important than me. You have come to see me and be baptized by me. 
But this one of whom I speak is so much greater and so much more important than me that I am not even worthy to serve him by taking off his shoes. Then before you realize what you are doing, before you realize what is happening, you are standing waist deep in the river and this wild man is about to dunk you under the water. His appearance is so strange, but his words are so powerful. You are mesmerized that you can't resist his call to turn away from your past life and allow him to dunk you in the river. You come up out of the water, exhilarated and dazed. And you know you will never forget this strange man or this day. And you will never be the same. Yet, you can't help but wonder who this other man is he spoke about. The one who he just said, he's not worthy to untie his shoes. Who might he be? And what might he be like? Is he there in the crowd? Which one of these men is he talking about? You remain there until dark, hoping to see him. This other man of whom the wild man is not worthy to untie his shoes. Then you decide to go to a small village a few miles away and spend the night so you can come back tomorrow. The next day you find him early in the morning. A crowd is already starting to gather. Once again, people are being dunked into the waters of the River Jordan as it flows on its way to the Dead Sea a few miles away. Then suddenly, the wild man shouts, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world! He is pointing at a man walking toward him. And once again he is shouting, This is the one I spoke of yesterday, who although he would come after me was before me. Then this other man is in the water, being dunked. And when he comes up out of the water, a dove comes out of the heavens and lands on him. Then the wild man says, I bear witness that this is the Son of God. What did he say? Did he say, this man is God's son? Then you realize that this other man, who, on whom the dove landed, must be the Messiah. And you have just seen God in the flesh. Imagine what it must have been like to be there, to see these things. It wasn't ordinary, everyday stuff. This is extraordinary. This guy-eating locusts, dressed in itchy camel hair, telling people to repent, dunking them under the water. And the Son of God shows up. The Son of God. God in the flesh, he comes there and you see him. Oh, Christian, these words are glorious. Don't skirt over them. Don't read them without letting them enter your soul because this is amazing. The Bible is alive and you are able to read it and see what happened. Be marinated in this today. Amen.